Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 11 continued. Section 2. Why does he give all these but himself? The work of the missionaries of charity was bringing Mother Teresa more and more into the public eye. She realized that this, too, was the will of God for her. The separation from her sisters and the poor, occasioned by her need to travel more often, sharpened her sense of isolation. When alone among strangers, she felt it keenly, as she wrote to her friend Eileen. Here I am alone. How I would love you to be here. You can't have all the good things. This afternoon I am flying to Manila, and will stay there with the Daughters of Charity. Personally, I would prefer to be with my people but the Lord has his own plans. And as I want him to be at full liberty to use me as it pleaseth him, I am just as happy here or there. The Padma Shri, and now Magsase, has helped many, especially in the government, to understand the love of the Church for India, and that the missionaries are the best gift the Church can give to a country. The honors bestowed upon her and her work accentuated the absence of intimacy with Jesus, which she longed for. She confided to Father Nooner, For me, please pray. Would that I could tell, but that too is empty. And it seems to me I have nothing to tell you. I wonder what he gets from all this, when there is nothing in me. I had to go to Manila for the Magsese Award. It was one big sacrifice. Why does he give all these but himself? I want him, not his creatures or gifts. I must not write like this for it takes from the joy of letting God be free with me. I am not only willing, but also happy to be at his disposal. Let him take all, even himself, if this increases his pleasure. In return, I ask to make my sisters holy. Pray for me. When the anguished why, disquieting her heart, escaped her pen, she would take it back as soon as she wrote it, for fear of lessening her determination to give her yes to God and a big smile for all. Thus she remained happily at his disposal, even when she was seemingly deprived of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, 
to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's very interesting, isn't it, that Mother Teresa was constantly thinking of her sisters. If love is willing the good of the other, then Mother Teresa truly loved her sisters. She wanted to be with them, that's true. And she didn't want to go to Manila for this big award. She didn't like staying outside of her own community, her own spiritual family. But she went because she wanted to be at the disposal of Jesus. But not only was that trip across to her, but the fact that our Lord was giving her these things, awards, gifts, publicity, fame, and yet he seemed not to give himself. She seemed cut off from him. He seemed to ignore her, to not want her, to not care about her. And she wanted him, but even more than wanting him, she wanted his glory. And that's what this trial of hers especially brings out. That even beyond being with him and being happy with him, she wanted him to be happy. She wanted him to be glorified. And isn't that what we say in the Our Father? The first petition after we greet Father, the Father, our Father who art in heaven, we address him and we say, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. See, those are three petitions. May your kingdom come follows, hallowed be thy name. May your name be holy. May your name be recognized as holy. That's the first thing we ask for because it's the first thing ultimately that we should want. Even before we want his kingdom, even before we want to go to heaven, the saints show us that the highest thing to want the highest thing to ask for, the highest thing to desire, is God's name to be glorified, God's name to be hallowed, to be made holy, to be recognized as holy. And Mother Teresa longed for Jesus to be recognized as holy. She wanted the name of Jesus to be sanctified, to be glorified. And she understood that the best way for that to happen was for her sisters to be holy. She understood her sisters to be one of the great gifts the church could give to India. She understood that her sisters were in fact one of the great gifts that they could give to any country. These sisters who looked after the poorest of the poor. But for these sisters to do good, for these sisters to be a gift, for these sisters to 
give glory to Jesus and allow him to be recognized, they had to be holy. And so she offered her life and her sufferings and her sense of abandonment in everything so that her sisters could be holy. Because she understood not only that their holiness would give glory to Jesus, but her love for them meant that she wanted them to be happy. And for human beings to be happy, we have to be with God. Not only do we glorify him, hallowed be thy name, we want his kingdom to come. That is, we want him to be within us, and we want to be in heaven forever. And the way to have him with us and to get to heaven is to be holy. And so Mother Teresa wanted her sisters to be holy because she loved God and she loved them. And she was willing to forego her own satisfactions if they could be more holy and God could be more glorified. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.